Driving with Quisha. It's a party with Quisha. Loud mouth for Jesus. Inspiring the people. Driving with Quisha. This is Driving with Quisha. My goodness. God is so awesome. Despite what's going on, man, God is so good. So, I was listening to Dr. Cho today because I've been working on how I hear from God. Like, I feel like he highlights things, right? When people are talking to me or even around me and I just hear certain words and the way they're connected to my truth, it's just highlighted in my spirit a certain kind of way. My pastor... Pastor Desiree today, yesterday at church, she was like, she mentioned Dr. Cho. I don't even know all the depth of what she was saying, but I believe it was like, you know, the fourth dimension, his book and, and how we should get deeper. And it's, it was just timely because of what I'm really, you know, in faith moves right now. And I've been kind of consulting with people on accident, meaning that I've been telling people about what's in my heart. And it wasn't really like something that was up for discussion or an opinion. And God already moved my heart about it. And so um, the other day, earlier this week, I believe, I was like, I need to look up Dr. Cho's book and see if it's online. Like, see if I can listen to it or something while I'm working because... I really, you know, want to make sure I get this into my spirit, but Lord knows I've been holding on to this book for like a year and I have yet to read it. Um, So I'm better with audibles and, you know, listening, um, you know, to an an audible. Um, And so it was interesting because I yet to actually look for his book. Anyway church my pastor mentions his name and I was just like dude that's where I need to be like connected spiritually with people who are that deep in the because I live I believe in living in the fourth dimension and accessing the things that God has me by faith that you don't even see can't imagine you don't believe I can do it you don't believe I can doesn't matter like God said I can so I will that's that's like the land I live in and I and I made the mistake of talking to too many people who don't live there so when I tell them things that are like these big faith things it's like I'm not getting this excitement about it, this like surety of faith about it. It's they're questioning it because they don't live in the fourth dimension or they don't walk in there. They haven't been this this unfamiliar place for them, you know, because they haven't been there in a minute. So it's just like, what in the world? My bad. Like I repented that in Jesus' name. I'm stepping back from that, and so I'm gonna make sure I'm linked up to the right, uh, uh, you know, individuals. And even if that means remotely by listening to Dr. Cho, so be it. But I'm going to get my um, deeper depths with God. I'm going to go deeper with God. I'm going to get what he has for me. And so uh, I listened to some Dr. Cho today, and I was just super duper blessed. And I was like, not everybody's going to get this, but I'm still going to post this on my group. Um, 
you know, a group chat that I'm a part of for Bible study because maybe there's somebody out there who's like all about that life and they um, will really benefit from this. I think everybody would, but if you don't get it, if you're not willing to walk like that, live like that, it's you're not going to be be on board or whatever. It's not going to sink in because you're already, uh, you know, um, rejecting that principle. So anyways, of faith, which is without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord, but I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, um, I feel really excited because... Dr. Cho said this lady had come to him who she was like terminally ill or something and all she could think about was her illness all she was speaking was the illness she didn't really have faith because of what was before her and what she was beholding as my pastor says what you behold actually I don't know the phrase goes but you really have whatever you you behold you have like you really will behold it so when you see with your eyes, you really will attain in life. And I believe in visual, visualization um, in the way of, of the faith realm, not in the way of new age. And so um, obviously I'm not messing with weird spirits. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there with Holy Spirit and letting him help me dream dreams and, and have visions for uh, my uh, purpose and call in him. And so, um, that's what Dr. Cho was talking about. And just, it's just so nice to listen to people who are talking about things that you're like, oh yeah, that's who I am. Because if you talk to enough people who aren't about that life, they will, it will slowly like take that passion. Somehow it's, it, they can't take your passion away, but somehow it's like throwing, maybe it's more like burying it alive, maybe throwing sand on it and eventually you know, you just can't hear it. But maybe it's like the Edgar Allan Poe poem where, you know, they bury that dude alive. And then eventually the floorboards start, the heartbeat is through the floorboards. Like that purpose can't be buried. Um, at some point, it's going to it's gonna come at you. Um, you're, you're subconscious and you're going to hear it. You're going to be like, dude, I need to get my life together. I need to get back on track. So that's where I am actually. But um it's nice to listen to someone who's like faith, 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 like faith, 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 faith. There's no other option. Faith, 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 like only faith, only believe. Like Jesus said, only believe. He didn't say believe some and then da, 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 da. He said only believe. And so I'm geeked off of that. I'm geeked off of the reality that I can only you know, I have permission from God to only operate in the realm of belief in what God wants to do for me. And I don't have to operate in the human understanding of things and complexities that we create and construct in our fears and insecurities and our whatever that interfere with faith. Nah, God's like, you don't have to live in that kind of reality of, you know, human constraints that have been structured to keep you bound, but you get to live in faith realm, which is boundless. And so I'm so excited. Um, when I say boundless, I don't, I don't mean that you just get what you want. You know, I mean that you, um, have access to every depth and breadth and width of what God has for you. And there's no limitation um, from anyone or anything. Um, and so Dr. Cho was talking about this lady. Thank you, Lord. Help me stay on point. The lady had a terminal illness, some throat cancer, I think. She can barely speak. And she's, and he said, 
you know, he heard her mixed faith. Like she's saying, you know, I need prayer. But at the same time, she's only believing that she's going to be sick forever or pass away with this illness. So anyways, Pastor Doge kind of cuts her off and says, you actually need to do, I, I have a, I have something for you to do, um, so that you can change your mindset. And what he t encourages her to do, you go to their prayer mountain and, which sounds awesome. I keep thinking, what if there's snakes or, you know, animals and stuff like that'd be messy with me while I'm trying to pray. I know Jesus went to like some places where it may have been snakes and stuff. I'm like, I don't even know how you focus, but I think that obviously God can put a hedge of protection around you or some kind of, you know, shield where the, where the animals know they're not allowed to come in. But I just think of things like that, like a bug in your face while you're trying to pray. And so anyway, she went to prayer mountain. I don't know what that looks like. I need to look it up because it sounds amazing. And it kind of makes me think about the Dream Center in Arizona that has um, like a mountain where you can go walk up it and stuff and pray. And so Dr. Cho um, told her write down 10,000 times I think it's oh I'm not gonna get it right it's in Peter and it's talking about um uh, healing and it says by stripes you were healed by whose stripes you were healed like Jesus stripes made you heal already like and he wanted her to write it down for 10,000 times and she, he said she went and she did it and when she came back she was so excited that she had finished it she didn't even realize she was healed she was so stuck on the word and I really want to be so stuck on the word of God that I don't even realize that I'm like in my new apartment is exactly what was on my vision. What I beheld before me as I sketched it out in faith before I even knew I was moving um, more than once. But even more recently, I have recently sketched it out and I didn't even know I was moving. Um, and then just having that just before me. And so God um, gave me a scripture to write down and I'm going to keep praying about it, make sure you know, um, God brings in my remembrance and that's what the Lord wants me to do because I actually wrote that down at work and forgot to bring it with me. But I was like, man, I want to go to house of prayer. I wish my church had 24 seven prayer. I wish, you know, there was like a church in the Valley that had 24 seven prayer where I know I could go because otherwise all I know is I know there's one in Hollywood and there's one in Pasadena, which are not close, but if God tells me to go, obviously go. But my more important point is just that, um, why isn't there houses of prayer local? Why, why don't we have 24 seven prayer places? And if we do, why don't I know about it? You know, but um, to just get away because the thing is my home is a blessed place, but it's also busyness and it's a reminder of all the things that I'm in right now, which is the middle of moving. And so it'd be nice to have not have that distraction and just have that place of quietness and where it's dedicated to prayer and just know I can go somewhere for four hours and just pray. He was like encouraging leaders to pray four hours. I think it was because he said Jesus prayed four hours and, and then the layman as he calls us to pray an hour. But anyways, I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to do this and um, write down this scripture. And I was just imagining, you know, a cup of dirty water um, and someone pouring clean water into that dirty cup. And that cup, like, it's like being cleansed. That filth that was in that cup is now being completely eliminated and now in that glass or in that cup is only clean clear pure 
water and I feel like that's what the word does it washes us and sometimes you know just having your daily um ritual of morning for me it's morning read the word evening read the word meditate on it in between those times but where I'm at right now because it's such big faith moves is going to be more imperative that I'm intentional about seeking and pressing in to God so that means there's more water that has to be poured in because there's so much yuckiness from the lack of faith that I've encountered along the way from my own self-doubts, from my own concerns and worries um, that have mucked up my faith that I need God's word to purify me, you know. And so imagine just sitting before God for however long it takes to write 10,000 times a scripture that he gives you pertaining to that thing that you need to press in faith in, you know, um, it's about debt, being debt free. If it's about, um, healthy relationships, healthy marriage, if it's about restoration, if it's about healing, whatever it is, um, good success and prosperity, um, whatever the Lord is bringing to you, praise the Lord. Imagine if we just washed ourselves with the word God, like, no, I mean, you have to work on your own salvation for your trembling. So that, that's what I mean by washing yourself. It's not like the we make the word work, but the word works and we're getting in agreement with it. We're doing our part. We're doing our faith with our works. We're partnering those so that the things that God wants to provide and do in our lives can truly come to pass. So I'm super duperly excited about sitting before the Lord and I'm glad that I'm sharing this with people but not at the moment when it's happening because a lot of times what happens for me is now I have this expectation where people I feel like people are hovering and inquiries at me about did I do it did I do it do I do it and it's nice to just have those personal times with God where nobody knows nobody can kind of I mean you want people to hold you accountable but there's th there's certain intimate moments just like when you're married you don't need to tell everybody oh I'm doing all these things to keep my husband uh me and my husband's relationship strong you don't have to share all those things but there's still an accountability that can happen that says you know are you guys doing good or whatever but it doesn't have to be details not everybody's business so anyway um I'm just super excited because I know God is about to do it He's about to do it, and all he's asking me to do is do my part and trust him and walk in faith, and so that's what I'm doing. Anyways, I just want to encourage you to do the same. Maybe God will lead you guys to write 10,000 times all the awesome things that God wants you to write down and focus on so that you can be narrow-minded in that way, in a healthy way, and not be um, overcome by negative thinking. So praise the Lord for that. Driving with Queen Shark.